ahead and pray, please. Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again for another day. Father, as we enter this day, I pray as always that you would have mercy on our souls, have mercy on us, for we are not worthy to even call on your name. We are not worthy to receive the blessings that you give us each day. We come, therefore, only in the name which you have given, the name of Jesus. And we pray that you will receive us this morning into your presence as your adopted children in Christ Jesus. We pray as we read this morning that you would speak to us through your word. We pray that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit, that your Spirit, Father, will teach us about all those things which we need to know in order to live out our lives this day, to live before you in a way that truly glorifies you, to live in a way, Father, that you would be pleased And so we thank you, but we trust that you will, because these are the things that you have placed in our hearts. These are the things that you want from us, and we want to do for you, because you are our Father. So we bless you, and we thank you for another day in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, good morning, everyone. I ask that you uh, turn with me to... Turn, open up your Bibles and turn to Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. We are starting a new chapter, the book of Ephesians. Beginning at chapter 1, I'll read, and I ask that you please follow along. And... Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts. Amen. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Heavenly realms. Some versions translate this as heavenly places. I am convinced that this is speaking of heaven itself. The kingdom of God, a spiritual realm. We must remember that God is a spirit and he doesn't have a body like we do. 
except for Jesus himself. We must remember that Jesus, although he is God, and this is true, the scriptures bear this out, he is also a man. And at one time, like us, he had a body exactly like ours. But now that he has died and was resurrected by God the Father himself, he has a new body. A resurrected body. The kind of body that we one day hope to have as well. And even right now, he is in heaven. This heavenly realms. This is what Paul is talking about. With God the Father. And all those who have gone before us, although they are in heaven with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I'm here to tell you, they're not complete you're not complete. You're not complete without your body. And it is God's eternal plan and his purpose that we be his creatures that are made with both body and soul. And so when it talks about the blessings in heaven, the only true blessing that we have right now in heaven and that is waiting to return is Jesus Christ himself. These are the blessings which are most precious. It is Jesus. Jesus himself, our eternal blessing. And this is what really Paul is talking about. So let us not get it twisted. Let us not forget that we are like pilgrims only passing through this world, passing through this life, waiting for the next life, the eternal life, a life where we will be with God. He will be our God and we will be his people and we will have new bodies, resurrected bodies. And we will live in a new earth. New heavens will be combined. The earth and heavens will be combined. And God, will, the Jesus, that is, I should say Jesus, our Lord, will be with us and be, be in our presence. And we will know him just like we know each other right now. That is our eternal hope. We'll be able to talk to him, walk with him, and share with him. All the things that are most precious to us and most precious to him. Amen. See, it is God who chose us in him, that is Jesus Christ, before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, it was God who predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. It is in Jesus we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. 
And it is Jesus who made us known to God the Father. He has made known to us the mystery of his will, God's will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the time will have reached their fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Christ himself. Amen? It is in Christ we were chosen. Having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth. And I'd like to add to that, we're baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It was a time when you heard the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to praise of his glory. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith, Paul says, in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. Let that be for us today as Christians, as believers in Christ Jesus, covenant people of God. Let that be for us too. I have to admit, I, I thank God every day for you all because it is you who definitely God has placed within, I'm convinced, has placed within my uh, realm of authority, responsibility. And watching you grow and in the faith and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Jesus Christ, there are glimpses of his glory, which I truly appreciate. And I'm hoping that one day we'll continue to grow and will blossom into the fullness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Like Paul. Verse 17, I'll continue to read. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. That's my prayer, too, that you may know Jesus. That he will be your Jesus. He's my Jesus. Is he your Jesus? If he's not your Jesus, it doesn't matter. I'm sure the words that I'm speaking right now to you. But I'm praying and hoping every day on my knees, praying to God, Lord God, please have mercy on my children. Please have mercy on my wife. Please have mercy on my neighbors. Change their hearts for you. That they, that they would acquire a love from you, a love for God, a love for their neighbor, whereby they love you with all their heart, mind, and soul, and love each other as they love themselves. 
Verse 18. I pray also that the eyes of your heart might, may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, that is Jesus. The riches of his glory, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. That's in heaven. God has done that. And there again, you see heavenly realms. This is repeated. Heaven is where God lives. Heaven is where Jesus, the Son of God, lives. And it is from heaven that he has sent forth his Holy Spirit. The Spirit that lives in all those who believe. All those who call on the name of the Lord. You cannot call on the name of the Lord without the Spirit. You cannot believe in God, this God, especially without the Spirit. And it is my prayer every day, Lord God, please rain down on us your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Lead us by your Holy Spirit. Make us new by your Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that was in the beginning and when God was creating the heavens and the earth, the Holy Spirit was as a mother eagle hovering over the waters and transforming and changing like no other. Powerful. Mighty. This is our God. This is our Holy Spirit. And he's doing the same right now to all those who believe. Beginning on the inside, our hearts. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, heaven, every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is, whole, which is his holy body. The fullness of him who fulfills everything in every way. This is our God. He's not to be toyed with. He's not to be messed with. You are his mercy. Don't forget it. With heads bowed and eyes closed, let us pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, you are God, and there's none like you. You have spoken this this morning. You have said this, I believe. It's your spirit right now who is speaking, and I pray as always, Father, that today we be led by your spirit in all that we do. Keep us, I pray, Father, from falling into the temptation of sinning against you, a most holy and righteous God. And when we do sin, convict our hearts that we may turn and seek you and ask for forgiveness. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen.